Welcome to Heads Up on Money, the heads up you need to make better financial choices. Welcome to another episode of Heads Up on Money. Up this week, become a millionaire with absolutely no effort. Before we get started in this week's episode, I can only apologise for that very flippant title. No, this is not a get-rich-quick scheme. I am not going to tell you which company to invest your money into because it's destined to go up this week in the stock market. That is not what we're about here. Instead, we're just talking about the fundamental principles that you can apply to your financial planning, which result in gain for you, however that looks. And in this week's episode, it's a short one, but a very sweet one, as we cover arguably one of the most important concepts when it comes to your personal finances, and that is the concept of investment compounding. You may have heard of it before, you might have heard of it under the term compound interest, and it was Albert Einstein that coined that compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world, and he or she who understands it earns it, and who doesn't, pays it. So a heads up, what exactly is compound interest? Well, it's effectively interest that is earned on previously earned interest. So it's broadly a concept that means as your money pot, if we call it that, grows over time, and if you're invested in the great companies of the world, you're investing in the longer term, in primarily equities as your asset class, then over time that pot will grow. And looking back at history, despite all the recessions and noise we've heard in the financial markets, is over the medium to longer term, equities have always found to rise. And under the pretense that tomorrow is going to be more positive, more innovative, more creative, more efficient than today, it's only fair to assume that that will continue into the long term in the future. And as your money pot grows over time, The percentage increase will then start to apply to an even larger amount. That will be added. And then in the next year, it will be an even larger amount still. And it will roll up and roll up and a snowball effect. And effectively, future increases become applied to even larger amounts. And before you know it, even the smallest of amounts at the outset really do start to grow over time. And it can be a bit of a tricky concept to get your head around. And... The question that's often posed to, or I often pose to my clients is, okay, if I could give you the choice of a million pounds today, or I could give you a penny, and that penny would be doubled every day for a month, what would you choose? And I hear you, of course, it's got to be a million pounds. Who in their right mind would turn down a million pounds today? But it may surprise you to know that if I gave you a penny, and that penny doubled in value every day for a month, it would eventually be worth over £10 million. Now that is a fairly extreme example and there are no investments out there that double every day. And if there are, then you are being overpromised because that is not feasible. But this example does allow us to see exactly how investment compounding works. And again, it's that snowball analogy. Small amounts start to grow, they grow even more, and small amounts become medium amounts, then become large amounts, 
and your investment returns don't have to get any greater. It just means over time, the percentage that's applied to them increases with the size of the pot. And this is how a penny eventually becomes over £10 million. Okay, so let's illustrate with maybe a more realistic example. So if you were to invest £20,000 today in a stocks and shares ISA, why have I gone for £20,000? Well, that is the annual limit that you can invest into an ISA product in the UK. So we invest the full £20,000 in our ISA and we simply leave that there for 30 years. Now let's assume that you earn a decent return on that. So to do that, we're looking beyond cash assets. We're looking at longer term inflation fighting assets that are primarily equities and property. Equities being the great companies of this world, the innovators of this world, and the futures of tomorrow. Let's assume that we're investing in a globally diversified fund that is very low cost. We're not paying exorbitant fund manager fees that are eating away at our returns over the long time. And let's assume that we've got a net return of 7% a year, which looking back historically at the returns of equity as an asset class is not altogether unfeasible. So over that 30 years, your £20,000 would have grown to over £150,000. And that, my friends, is purely as a result of investment compounding over time. Time is one of the greatest allies you can have when it comes to your personal finances. It's not about getting rich quickly. It's not about investing in the next hot thing. It's really just about weathering the storm over the longer term. And if you have time on your side, who cares what's happening in the markets in the short run? Because over time, that is really what matters to your longer term portfolio value. Don't be distracted by short term noise in the markets. So revisiting the hook that I drew you in with at the start of this podcast, how on earth do you become a millionaire with no effort? What is the catch? The catch is just having enough time on your side and being diligent with your investing, regularly investing, sticking to your financial plan on an ongoing basis and being in it for the longer term. Backing this up with some numbers, let's say you put £1,000 every month into an investment for 30 years. So every month at the start of each month, a thousand pounds comes out of your current account and goes into your investment portfolio. The reason I said at the start of the month is timing it in with when you get paid, immediately being an expenditure, you start to not miss that money. It therefore doesn't become a pain point to invest that every month. It's not an afterthought at the end of the month that we'll put some money into our investments because that never happens. Delaying things until tomorrow when it comes to your personal finances is a dead end. Nobody does it. Do it now. So we put £1,000 a month into our investment portfolio every month and that gradually grows and grows over 30 years. It's investing in the long-term equities markets. We're fighting inflation over the long term. £1,000 a month every month for 30 years we then end up with over £1.2 million in our investment portfolio. And that is largely as a result of the power of investment compounding. Now, not everyone has time on their side. And sadly, many people leave their financial planning until it's too late. 
But if you're listening to this podcast, again, you're already ahead of the masses and you are fast on your way to becoming money nerds and you won't have this mistake. But let's be realistic. I mean, I've worked with many clients who've who've come to me 10 years away from retirement and they started to say, okay, right, retirement's on the horizon now and we really need to start thinking about this kind of thing. Have we left things too late? And the answer is no, it's never too late. Always be positive about your finances and your financial planning. However, you have made things more difficult for yourself. Time is not on your side quite as much as someone who is maybe in their 30s or in your 20s, even better. If you're starting to think about this thing in your 20s, then you are really ahead of the curve. And if you're only thinking about this kind of thing 10 years away from your objectives, your retirement, whatever that means to you, it is going to be harder, but compounding can still benefit you. If we were to resume the example of putting a thousand pounds away every month into our investment pot, whatever that might be, if it's an ISA, pension, ignore all that jargon. Just think about this for now as an investment vehicle. So you put a thousand pounds per month into this vehicle. If you've only got 10 years on your side, then your pot, it would grow to a a reasonable 175,000 roughly. If you had 20 years on your side, it would be 524,000. And then, as we know, with 30 years on your side, you're well over a million. So the point here is to really illustrate how compounding works and to show you that the growth primarily comes in the later years because the percentage increases are being applied on larger amounts and those larger amounts grow to even larger amounts and it follows suit that the snowball effect just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And the longer you have to let that snowball run, the better it's going to be for your financial life plan. So as listeners of this podcast, you will be at different stages of your life journey. You may have ability to save more than £1,000 per month. You may have ability to invest more now. Or you maybe are younger in your journey and can't quite stretch to £1,000 per month. It varies depending upon your situation, but the critical thing to take away today is to appreciate the benefit of investment compounding and how that over the longer term can really, really help you. And that's why it's so important not to delay things until tomorrow. I get it when it comes to your money and your finances. It's not the most exciting thing. It's the kind of thing we do want to just park away until tomorrow and we'll think about it next month and the month after that it's going to look better we'll start to get our head out of the sand well don't do that just grab the bull by the horns act now because over time it will really really pay off so make sure you make investment compounding work for you and don't get left behind and there you have it A short episode this week on how to become a millionaire with no effort. And I know it's not as easy as that and that's being very flippant. But you are now a money nerd on investment compounding and you now know how it benefits you. So please take advantage of this natural wonder. And in the show notes I've included a link to a calculator for you to go away and plug some numbers into it and based on your own situation and just play about. You'll realise that Even small amounts over long periods of time can really make a difference. And we've just got time for another silly question of the week. This week we're asking, what is the FTSE? 
we hear that term in the news all the time, the footsie's up, the footsie's down. Is it just a game we play with our feet? What on earth is this term? So it's not as strange as you might think it is. Basically, the footsie is an acronym. F-T-S-E is what it stands for. And it basically stands for the Financial Times Stock Exchange. And the FTSE can be thought of as the largest market in the UK. And companies who wish to raise their money on the UK markets will typically list on the FTSE, amongst other markets. But the reason we hear about the FTSE more often than others is because the FTSE is a collection of the 100 biggest companies in the UK. So all of the companies in the UK that choose to list their equity, their shares in the UK market, the 100 biggest ones will be listed on the FTSE. So when the FTSE goes up and the FTSE goes down, it basically means that the collection of those portfolio of of companies will either have gone up as a group or gone down as a group. So that's what it means. Why should you care? Well, I would argue you really shouldn't. Don't be distracted by short-term noise in markets. The FTSE going up, the FTSE going down. If you're playing the long game as all money nerds should, you really shouldn't give a damn. And let's be honest, the FTSE is only one of the many markets across the world. And if you're being sensible money nerds with your money, you will have a globally diversified portfolio that has companies that are not just listed in the FTSE. That is looking very, very isolated at the UK. So please, next time you hear this in the media, just move along. It really doesn't matter to you in the short term what the FTSE is doing. But at least now you know what on earth that weird, weird word means. And I'll end by thanking you for listening, as always. Hope you found this episode of interest. Please leave me a review if you have. I'd love to hear from you. And if you've got any suggestions for future silly questions of the week, please do send them in to me. And I'll see you next time. (laughs) 